All right, before I even start the show, um, Kanye is <laughs> lashing out at the whole world. I guess that MK Ultra wore off. Um, so <laughs> I just this just came in about an hour ago. It says Kanye West fires back at Ariana Grande for using his feud with Drake um, for publicity, right? <laughs> Kanye West is less than impressed with Ariana Grande's attempt to intervene in his beef with Drake. Um, y'all know that he went at Drake. Um, but oh, before I even go there, this is coming from um, E! News. So make sure I, I put that out there. All right. It says on Thursday, uh, Kanye West blasted Drake on Twitter, alleging that the fellow rapper threatened him. And was picking on people with mental health issues. Drake has yet to respond directly to his comments, but he did post on his Instagram story after West uh, Kanye West rant, crying, um, laughing emojis. Because you know Drake is a bitch. Um, yeah, there's some bitch shit to do. Put your little faggot ass emojis up there. Excuse my excuse pussy ass emojis up there. Um, it says Grande weighed in on the. On the rapper's feud on Twitter, um, she basically wrote, uh, "Guys, I know there are grown men, there are grown men arguing online." Um, it says, "But uh, Molly and I dropped our beautiful new songs tonight, so <laughs> if y'all could please just behave for like just like a few hours, so the girls can shine, <laughs> that'd be sick. Thank you." Um, so they talk about she released her fucking new single. Who gives a shit? Anyway, um, I guess this is Kanye replying right here. It says, I know Ariana said this, um, to be cool and didn't mean no harm, but I don't like even, um, I don't, how did he write this? He said, but I don't like even slightest level of slight commentary from someone I know loves and respects me. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't even know what the hell. Anyway, that's Kanye being Kanye. Um, people will no longer take mental, mental health for a joke. He continued Drake verbally attacked Cuddy when he was in the hospital and went at me after TMZ because I decided to release albums in June. Um, it says it snowballed and he refused to meet with me, but <laughs> to text my mother-in-law and did sneak distance on people's, uh, re- on people's records that I consider family. Now look, um, West, Kanye West is like, a. have I've said this before and I'll say it again in a past show. I said that Kanye reminds me of someone under MK Ultra. They're using this mental health thing as like a cover. Like, oh, he's crazy. Oh, he's on <clears throat> he's on opioids and this and the third. But if you really look at his personality, his personality does not. It doesn't. It's, it's a difference in mental health. Like you, you having mental health issues and you being under some kind of hypnosis. When you look at Kanye, when he has those moments where he um, just becomes irrational and and out of the ordinary, you can tell, you can look in his eyes and see he's bugged out. He's programmed. 
So I'm going to talk about that later on in the show. Um, but I did want to just uh, cover a little bit. And I do want to say this before I get into the show. Drake is a bitch. Always been a bitch. Always going to be a bitch. And <clears throat> I kind of side, side with Kanye on this one, even though, you know, like I said, you know, Kanye is a little out there. But I side with Kanye on this because I believe Drake is one of those uh, sneak dissing type motherfuckers. And I hate him. You know what I mean? I can't stand him. He don't write his own fucking music. He has no fucking talent. But this this show ain't about Drake, so. Um, anyway, I'm going to get into the show, and um, I'm going to talk more about reasons why I believe Kanye is under MK, MK Ultra. If you're listening to the Victor Mall podcast or America Unmasked, on Real Marvel Radio, that I want you to do me a favor. Support us by supporting our sponsor, Flipboard.com. It's a great news site. A lot of good information there. They have a wonderful blog on Flipboard.com. And they also generate other news sites. So if you want to support Victor Marvel Podcast, America Unmasked, Real Marvel Radio, Support flipboard.com. I was um scrolling through the uh Israelites channels and um yeah I, I because I'm an Israelite I look at a lot of different uh camps and a lot of them, you know, I don't agree with everything that they talk about, but I was just um, scrolling through and I saw a video of Kanye talking about the tribes of Judah and he was talking about the, the 400 years prophecy and I don't know how I missed it, but apparently he he did this when he was in Uganda. And um this kind of like confirms what I've thought a long time ago about Kanye. Um so I always looked at Kanye in a way like this dude is either legit crazy or he's playing the system. Or he's under MK Ultra mind control, and um, I believe he's under MK Ultra mind control. And you know, there's no hard evidence of that. Like I, you know, there's no video of someone putting him under a spell or anything like that, or messing with his mind or anything like that. But when you see a person in his, uh, a person that's on his level as far as fame, superstardom, and they act the way he acts, he doesn't know if he's going left or right. He don't know if he's going to be hot or cold. 
Um, he don't know if he wants to be a black activist or call Trump his daddy. Someone's messing with his mind. The powers that be are definitely um, messing with his head. He's under MK Ultra. He shows all the signs. And what he's proven is that the MK Ultra does wear off. The mind control thing wears off from from time to time. And he'll start speaking like his his natural self, his normal self. Um and this is very key and very um important to understand that Kanye from the beginning was always speaking black consciousness. He just didn't do it on a level of like let's say a KRS one or a uh public enemy or somebody like that, you know, he wasn't Chuck D. He would always talk about fashion and clothes and, and cars and stuff like that too. But at the same time, you know, you go back and listen to college, um, college dropout, you know, he would, he would definitely throw some, some gems in there. Now, all of that changed after his mom died. <clears throat> and he just went down the crazy road. Um, and notice that this change also happened shortly after he made that statement about um, George Bush not liking black people, <laughs> right? I think they definitely got a hold to him. And then you remember the rant that he had where he was talking about Jay-Z and Beyonce and and he was he was telling Jay-Z, please don't send your shooters at my head. He's like, I know you got killers, but please don't you you know, you got shooters, but please don't send them at my head. So this really got me to looking at this guy. Now you know I make fun of a lot of conspiracy theories especially as, as of late. But one conspiracy theory I'm not going to make fun of is the conspiracy theory that's out there that Kanye is under MK Ultra mind control. I believe in my heart of hearts, a lot of people want to say it's Kim. I don't even think it's Kim. I don't. I really don't. I don't think it's Kim. You got to remember who who Kanye surrounded himself with. You know, Jay Z, Beyonce. Beyonce's a legit witch. You know, they got a damn church after her name where they literally come and worship her. She's shown that she's into, you know, that kind of shit. Um, and not to you know, not to you know, make it about a north south thing but yeah she from the south she from texas and you know how they you know people, down south they get down like that you know a lot of that voodoo um sorcery witchcraft all that shit is is heavy down there it's heavy down there if you a man and you and you got a woman 
down south, you better watch how she cook your food. <laughs> you better watch how you leave things hanging. You know, the motherfuckers been to all kinds of shit. Um, but I, I feel like they really did a number on him. And if you notice, they blame it on the opioids. Oh, he's uh, I'm on opioids, and this is... Nah, 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 nah. This dude goes from one extreme all the way over to the other. You can tell somebody's fucking with his head. That MK Ultra program is literally just that, a programming. When he speaks, you can tell he's the things when he's like, for example, when he's talking in his in his right mind, he speaks clear. Um, you can tell that he's speaking from his heart. When he's under that MK Ultra mind control, you can tell it's like a programming. Like he's saying shit that's he normally wouldn't say. Like he he's saying things that. Someone programmed him to say, which is the telltale sign that somebody's under MK Ultra. Okay, that's something you have to study on your own, though, and you have to, you know, you have to research that on your own to even understand what I just said. Um, when people are under that hypnosis, there was a video clip of uh, Bill Clinton. I might put it up on the channel. Um. Matter of fact, that's something I need to start doing. I need to start, like, I do the podcast, but I need to start actually uploading videos on the um, on the channel. Um, there's a, there's a, um, a video clip of Bill Clinton under hypnosis, and they were powdering his face, and he was so hypnotized, so under that, that spell that he couldn't even... He couldn't even, uh, like, barely talk. He was talking like a child. Like he, he was talking to the people that were that were putting the makeup on him. Like a child would talk to their father. This is a grown ass man. I don't know. I think Clinton was in his what forties at this time. He was programmed. And when he spoke, he spoke according to whatever, whoever puts you under that hypnosis, whatever they're telling you to say or programmed you to say, you speak on that, you know. But when Kanye went to Uganda, you could clearly see he was in his right mind and he was speaking about Bible prophecy about us being the Hebrew Israelites, the tribes of Judah, right? The tribe of Judah. All right. And he said, um, Yah AI, I'm HI, which means Hebrew Israelite. Now, another thing about uh, Kanye that I noticed, I picked up on this, is that, um, I want to say this before I play the clip. Notice how they always 
show you the MK Ultra version of Kanye. Whenever Kanye says something deep or meaningful or something that is logical, sensible, they try to remind you that he's crazy. Or they'll show the picture of him with the blonde hair because he looked like he was out of his mind. He was under the MK Ultra. So it's like when he when the MK Ultra wears off, what they do is they remind you, like, oh, remember he's crazy. Remember he's crazy. So if he come out and say something intelligent, they bury it or they just quickly remind you that he's crazy. He's on opioids. He's married to Kim Kardashian. You know what I mean? So, I feel like it's a game that they're playing with him. You know, they're not going to take him out Tupac style. Instead, what they just did with him is they just buried his character. Ran his name through the through the mud under the MK Ultra program. And it's sad. It's a real sad state that this dude is in, man. And I see it from time to time. I see the dude break through. I see, I see him go back to himself. And then the next thing I know, he's you know you see him again. He's back under the spell, and and you can tell. Regular Kanye, MK Ultra Kanye, but they blaming it on opioids. They blaming it on um, mental. Illness, you know what I mean? And I don't even think it's, I'm being honest with you. I don't even think it's, I don't think it's none of that shit. I think the powers would be a screwing with that man's mind. All right, here's um, the clip of Kanye talking about the um, 400 years prophecy in the scriptures and talking about the tribe of Judah. Now, he said, Yah AI, I'm HI, meaning Hebrew Israelite. Now, <laughs> this MK Ultra thing is definitely on and off when it comes to Kanye. If you're listening to the Victor Mall podcast or America Unmasked 
on Real Marvel Radio, then I want you to do me a favor. Support us by supporting our sponsor, Flipboard.com. It's a great news site. A lot of good information there. They have a wonderful blog on Flipboard.com. And they also generate other news sites. So if you want to support Victor Marl Podcast, America Unmasked, Real Marvel Radio, support Flipboard.com. I was looking at um, News One, uh, the News One website, and they had a <clears throat> list of 52 um, black men and boys killed by police. Um, and I'm just going to read some of these um, homicides at the hands of these fucking piece of shit cops that uh, love to just shoot black men. Um, This is, I think his name is Manic E.J. Fitzgerald Bradford Jr., right? Now, you, you've heard of these. Most of you have heard of these, uh, these uh, murders that took place by these crooked-ass cops. But I'm, I'm going to um, read them off because it's going to segue into um, something else in a minute. Um, Emanic E.J. Fitzgerald Bradford Jr. was shot by police while trying to save people from a shooter at an Alabama mall. The military veteran was killed on Thanksgiving night. Now, it says on Twitter um, that... It says, American police just killed another good guy with a gun. Manic Fitzgerald um, Bradford Jr., better known as EJ, the son of a police officer, was an active duty officer for the Army. Home for Thanksgiving. Murdered by police. Jamel Robertson, 26-year-old. Security guard uh, Jamel Robertson was holding down a shooting suspect when police burst in and shot Robertson instead. The 26-year-old was reportedly gunned down by cops when he was trying to save people from a mass shooter on November the 11th, 2018 in Oaklawn, Illinois. DeAndre Ballard, 23 years old. Um, Mr. DeAndre Ballard, a vigil was held on Sunday, um, September the 23rd in the AE Student Union Lobby. It says on September 18, 2018, the North North Carolina Central University student was fatally shot on campus by a security guard um, with the NC detective agency. The guard claimed he shot the unarmed 23-year-old in self-defense. Um, 
Okay, Botham Shem John, I guess, oh, Gene. It says, um, the young man who was killed by a Dallas police officer in his own apartment this morning has been identified as 26-year-old Botham Gene um, or John, depending on how you pronounce it. Um, he worked at the PWC firm in downtown Dallas. Botham Shem John was killed on September the 6th, 2018, when off-duty police officer Amber, I guess you say her name is Geiger, entered his home and shot him to death in Dallas. Her excuse, she said she thought it was her apartment. She was later charged with manslaughter three days after the shooting. Um, Antoine Rose Jr. says on June 19th in Pittsburgh, 17-year-old Antoine Rose was shot and killed by officer Michael H. Vossfield during a traffic stop. He would have been 18 on July the 12th. Okay. Robert Lawrence White, 41 years old. It says the kind and well-loved Robert Lawrence White was gunned down um, unarmed by a uh, Montgomery County police officer. Now, this is in my neck of the woods. This is in um, Silver Spring, Maryland. Um, it says on June 11th, Robert Lawrence White was fatally shot in Silver Spring, Maryland. Uh, a minutes-long a minutes long confrontation ensued between Montgomery County Police Department officer. Oh, God. How the hell do you say this name? Anand Badjugo? Badjugo? Whatever the fuck. Fuck it. It says, over a suspicious person reported in the area. White was unarmed, began walking away from the scene. The officer fired several rounds, and Lawrence was killed. You see, they don't just shoot us. They, they make sure they shoot us to death. They make sure they get their shots in. Now, um, there's plenty more because, like, there's, there's like, uh, there's 52, but I'm not going to read all of them. I just wanted to read a few of them, the more recent ones, because I just wanted to um, segue into something else. And um, that is the fact that the KKK has admitted that they have police officers working um, full-time cops on duty that are actual KKK members. Now, if you know anything about the police, they were started the police department came about because they wanted to catch runaway slaves. They were what you call, um, uh, what do they call them? Slave patrols. Okay. So from the beginning, these motherfuckers have been trained to hunt down black men 
especially. But don't get it twisted. They'll, they'll kill a black woman too. Now, I said I was going to segue into something. There's something that a lot of people missed. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to play this clip. This is from Secular Talk. Um, and, and he points out something from the KKK that actually admit that they have actual members from the KKK in the Florida, one of the Florida um, police departments. So this is this is the clip. I'm gonna bring this up right quick. All right. In Fruitland Park, Florida, we just learned today that a deputy chief and officer for the local police had to resign when the FBI found out they were members of the KKK. KKK people were officers. They were officers. Now, thankfully, Fruitland Park is pretty small. There are only like 13 uh, officers in that uh, locality anyway. And my guess is there's a grand total of negative four minorities in the region. Although I actually don't know that. The article didn't point out whether or not there were, you know, uh, black people, Hispanic people, just people who are not white in the area. Uh, but either way, man, this is really, really fucked up. And people wonder, like, oh, man, there's no more racism. Why don't black people just get their shit together? Well, I don't know, man. Maybe in uh, the fact that there are still some places where KKK are police officers has something to do with it. Now, obviously, the picture is much more complicated than that. We can dive into all the nuance and all the details. Uh, but I don't want to spend another hour talking about that. You can go look at the YouTube archive where we've talked about that endlessly before. So let me give you some more information on this here. The names of the uh, police officers who were in the KKK, David Borst and George Hunnewell. And unfortunately, this wasn't unexpected because earlier in the year, a KKK member bragged to a local news outlet in that region that they have members that are, quote, Police officers, paramedics, judges, they're everywhere. Now, notice this starts off talking about Florida, a small section of Florida, but he ends up saying they're everywhere. The KKK member bragged that they're everywhere. Now, you got KKK and paramedics. How many... Black people, did they let die? Can you imagine your life depending on a fucking KKK neo-Nazi little cunt fuck piece of shit? Yo, can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Um... I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm going a, I'm to a come back in a second. Let me let him finish talking. That's quite ominous. Uh, I don't know how you would feel if there was, you know, somebody got hurt and they're not white and the paramedic treating you is in the KKK. Yeah, that would appear to be something that a KKK member should not do. Not that they should really even exist anymore, but certainly nothing that involves looking after other people. Judges, same thing. Oh, man, guaranteed to have a bias in the system. 
And to be clear, the paramedics and the judges that were mentioned, they have not been fired. We don't even know who they are. Of course they're not fired because they're working for the fucking system. The system, like I just said, was created to keep your black ass in line or dead. And sometimes even when you so-called are in line, you're still murdered. Now, this is just the KKK we talking about. People forget there's other white races, uh, white supremacy groups outside of the KKK. You got fucking the Nazis. People are still holding that up. You got white nationalists. You know, I'm, I think there's more white nationalists than there is definitely KKK. There's, there's definitely more white nationalists, especially with the rise of, uh, what's this piece of shit, little fuck face cunt bastard. What's his name? He got punched in the face. Um, it's a little bitch ass name. Um, Richard Spencer. He's the leader of the, or I, he, at least he's the face of the, uh, white nationalist movement. That little cunt. Um, so you, can you imagine? Can you imagine how many white nationalists are police officers, paramedics, judges? Because see, white nationalism is it's the same as the KKK, but they don't come out with the robes on in the, in the in the hoods. They keep their thoughts mostly within. And Trump has proved that there's more white nationalists in this country than what you thought. He wouldn't be president if it wasn't. That's why I appreciate Trump. I appreciate Trump's presidency because he showed and exposed a lot of hidden racism. Sometimes you, you know, you got to have these situations. I know it's, it's hard and it's tough and you hate seeing it, but sometimes you got to see shit for what it is. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's better this way. Let me let him finish. These officers, fortunately the FBI found out these officers and uh, they were fired. Now, in 2009, there was another Fruitland Park officer, James Elkins, who resigned after pictures were released online where he was wearing Klan gear. So this is the third Klan member that was a police officer in this area. But isn't it wild to think about the fact that in 2014, this is still going on, and these aren't nothing... Now, this was in 2014. Can you imagine that was before the rise of the white nationalist movement by Richard Spencer? I'm not saying it wasn't there. It's always been here. I'm saying before it became out in the public. See, they've doubled in numbers since then. Just something to think about. Again, granted, it's a small place, but they're police officers who are overtly white supremacists. But more importantly, how many more of these are there that we don't know about 
that should scare everybody in the country. Every rational person who gives a shit about justice and equality under the law should be petrified at the idea of more neo-Nazis or white supremacists who have worked their way into the law enforcement system across the U.S. Understand something, this is Florida, okay? Florida, there are many parts of Florida that are totally rural, and it's like you're in Mississippi, right? But overall, it's, you know, it's, it can go blue or red, the state. So it has more modern liberal areas and more rural conservative areas. But the rest of the country, I mean, think about what's it like in Oklahoma? What's it like in Mississippi and Alabama? What's it like in Kentucky and Nebraska? Not to pick on those states, not to pick on those places, but I guarantee you there's some people in those places who have positions of power that aren't too fond of uh, people who aren't white. And look, again, it gets into the bigger conversation. When you read stuff like this, you begin to understand why black people and white people use drugs at the same rate, but black people are arrested four times more often. Because it becomes this giant system of confirmation bias where the cops are specifically policing certain areas and not policing other areas. I've told this story on air before, but uh, I, I grew up in Nourishell, New York, and it's an area, it, we have everything, okay? All types of people, uh, multicultural, multi-religious. And what would happen is the north end of Nourishell is uh, higher income, right? And there would be more white families over there, Jewish families, white families, and just Catholics. So it's just a whole mix, right? And then on the south end of Nourishell, there's uh, more minority groups, white groups and minority groups, right? And me growing up in the public school system, we always went to school in a multicultural environment. And it was just normal to everybody who went there. And we never thought anything of it. We would think it's weird to not have a multicultural environment. But take it from somebody who's been to parties on both ends of Nourishell, both on the south end and in the north end. In the north end, we would literally be able to do keg stands on the front lawn of one of our friends. There could be hundreds of people having an extremely loud party with music and people getting blown. And next door to this place where we would party, a judge lived there. A judge lived there. Never once called the cops on us. Never once. Never once. Okay? Now, on the flip side, when I would party on the south end, immediately there would be cops patrolling. You could be smoking weed on your front porch, not bothering anybody. That just shows the the hypocrisy of what he's saying. Um, they can play their music loud, act a fool, probably do coke right in front of the damn police. Nobody goes to jail. Oh, you're just partying. I know this is true. You know why? Because if I was in the military, guess what? I've been in these white parties. Police come up, hey, what are you guys doing in here? You got underage drinking going on. You got people at that time, you know, weed was illegal. They could smell the weed smoke. <laughs> All kinds of shit. Nothing happened. They tell them all, but you know, you guys just make sure you tone it down. But oh boy, let it be Tyrone and CJ from the block. That's a much different story.
And we know this. We know this. But I just wanted to point out um, the hypocrisy of it for for those that always say, Victor Morrow, you're always using the race car. Why don't you talk about something different? No, fuck you. On, pull him over. It's like the family guys get. Officer down, boom, whenever it's somebody who's African-American. Officer down. Like, just immediately, they would, they're seeking out, it's confirmation bias. They're seeking out people who are peacefully doing something like smoking marijuana or minding their business in the South End. But in the North End, you could smoke weed, you could do keg stands, you could be loud. Nobody ever comes. No cops ever drive by. Uh, always patrolling the South End, never patrolling the North End. Not because there's nothing going on in the North End. There is. A lot of rowdy-ass white kids from upper-middle-class families, right? But they don't care about them. They don't care. They're only policing the South End. And it's the same mindset that we see here. The mindset is if you have people who are in the KKK, they're police officers, who are they going to go after? Hmm, I I wonder. Is it going to be a white dude that commits a crime or a black dude who maybe isn't even committing a crime? You know the answer. Yeah. See, it don't get no realer than that. And I didn't even say it. He said it. 